Hello, and thank you for tuning in to Answers from the Lab, where we share Mayo Clinic knowledge and advancements on the state of testing and science from laboratory leaders and the people who are making it happen behind the scenes. I'm Dr. Bobby Pritt, Interim Chair of the Department of Laboratory Medicine and Pathology at Mayo Clinic in Rochester, Minnesota. Today, we are joined by Dr. Stephen Ansel, the Chair of Hematology and the Senior Deputy Director for the Midwest at the Mayo Clinic Comprehensive Cancer Center in Rochester, Minnesota. Dr. Ansel, thank you so much for being with us today. My pleasure. Thank you for having me on. Now, you were recently quoted in an NBC News article about cancer death rates declining. This news is not only incredibly hopeful for patients, but also healthcare providers. What's the leading cause of this overall decline? Yeah, this is really exciting and a real testimony to the work that's been happening now over decades to identify new therapies that make a difference for cancer patients. And I think these multiple new agents that are now being sequenced and moving up earlier and earlier in lines of therapy are making a huge difference for patients as far as their outcome is concerned. And many of these therapies have kind of landed in two buckets, one being in targeted therapies, in other words, going after novel targets within the tumor cells, and the other group being immunotherapies, ways in which to reactivate the immune system and get the immune system to target the cancer. And those two strategies have really made a fundamental difference in how we treat cancer patients. In the old days, we often just used chemicals that damage DNA and it wasn't as successful as what we would hope. Now we're seeing these new agents making a difference. And as you mentioned, the outcomes of patients are improving and the number of patients dying from cancer is declining. And that is really excellent news, both for providers and particularly for patients. Oh, yeah, that's outstanding. And things have certainly changed since I was a medical student a long time ago. How does this information personally impact the work that you do on a daily basis at the Mayo Clinic Cancer Center? I think what's really been exciting as I look at my particular career, I've seen multiple different therapies that have now been added to standard treatment that has profoundly changed how we treat patients with lymphoma, glandular cancer, which is what I do most specifically. Way back when I started, we just used a combination of chemicals. Now we're utilizing immune therapies such as antibody targeted type of treatments. And now most recently activated T cells in the way of what's called CAR T cells, which are T cells that have been trained to really go after the tumor. Mm -hmm. So quite frankly, we've almost come full circle from going after treatments that just suppressed the body to treatments that activate the immune system and get it to target the cancer in a more efficient fashion. Yeah, it's so much more targeted and efficient, like you said. Now, in the laboratory, we provide some tests that I think help you in your job and, and help diagnose the tumor, of course, and then maybe direct therapy. And Mayo Clinic Laboratories recently launched an oncology testing suite called Mayo Complete to ensure healthcare providers have diagnostic options for determining next steps and therapeutic options. What's your experience with diagnostics and how diagnostics comes into play when treating a patient? This is an area that's really very exciting because in the past, we really had to rely on visual evaluation of tumor specimens or biopsies and the like. Now we have an ability to really delve into the genetics to identify mutations or changes in genes that can clearly be associated with cancers. And so these suites of tests allow us to take diagnostic challenges and make them much less of a challenge because we can identify 
most likely causes in the way of a specific type of cancer. And how that is impacting my practice particularly is very interesting because even within the categories of cancers that we thought were one thing, we can see sub-teams or sub-subdivisions, if you like, within those cancers. And we are now using some of those specific therapies that I spoke about to target one kind of cancer more efficiently and different ones to target another. So all of that, our greater understanding of diagnostics and our greater ability to actually target the problem causing the cancer is what's really turning into benefit for patients. Yeah, well, that's just excellent, Dr. Ansel. And it's so nice to hear how your group and my group in the Department of Lab Medicine and Pathology work together to help the patient. So this is all very exciting. Where do you see the future? If you could predict, what would be the future of cancer diagnostics? I think one of the things that to me is very much in the very near future is utilizing circulating genetic information as a way to really make diagnoses without necessarily being very aggressive in your interventions. A lot of what we've done in the past has been based on tumor masses and other things that we've biopsied, but knowing that the tumors spill some of their DNA into the blood and you can analyze that, that can give you clues and can give you an ability to track the activity of the patients as far as response to treatment is concerned in real time. So I do see in the future two kind of main strategies. One is utilizing peripheral specimens to make the diagnosis, but secondary also to use those peripheral specimens to monitor benefit from therapy. So these are all things that are actually in the very near future already and many times already becoming part of our standard practice, which is very exciting. Yeah, that's definitely exciting. We're seeing that in microbiology as well, which is my area, the so-called liquid biopsy. And it's so much more convenient, less invasive for the patient and being able to detect tumor DNA circulating or infectious organisms has really been a big breakthrough for us. Absolutely. We're seeing the same in cancer, which I think is, again, a big boon for the patient and for, uh, for the providers. Yeah, absolutely. Well, this is fascinating stuff. Thank you again, Dr. Ansel, for joining us and sharing all of your wisdom with us. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for tuning in to Answers from the Lab. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast and don't forget to tune in every Thursday and every other Tuesday.